That's like a whole nother episode right there. Oh, shit. <laughs> the entrepreneur. Oh, man. <laughs> the bullshit stumbled. of entrepreneurism. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to that. Bill Small. And I'm Miles Hansen. Welcome to The Subtle Art of Not Yelling, a weekly podcast for creatives about the creative process. Learn how to finish what you start, ship your work, and build a business without being the loudest on the block. Less Less noise, noise, more. (sighs) Hey, Miles. Hey, Bill. Man, you know, uh, my kid went back to school this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing over there? I don't know. The way I said, hey, Bill, was really weird. <laughs> it threw me off. Man, I just, so I just, uh, I wrote about this in my newsletter and, uh, my kids started back to school this week, and I had a really weird experience. Okay. Um, as you know, as I've shared with you, and, I, and I'm not sure you're much different, uh, maybe. I don't want to speak for you. Uh, but I have spent most of my life resisting structure and routine. I don't like it. It's not for me. If I have to do the same thing very many days in a row for very long, I I just start to go, no, I'm not going to do that. And, you know, when you're a kid, structure is kind of put on you. You have to go to school. So you got to get up and you got to be there a certain time. And I hated that. (laughs) When I had jobs, you know, you had to get up and be there at a certain time. I hated that. I could stand it. It's probably one of the reasons I was so drawn to having my own business, being an entrepreneur, doing my own thing. Because, you know, I think I just said entrepreneur. <laughs> That's like a whole nother episode right there. Oh, shit. <laughs> the entrepreneur. Oh, man. I think <laughs> the bullshit stumbled. of entrepreneurism. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll come back to that. Anyway, wow. Uh, I digress. You digress. Yeah. <laughs> Why not just stretch? <laughs> Okay, we're back. Okay. So, Monday, uh, you know, we got up, we got to school, we did the thing. I sort of slipped back into a morning routine based around having to get up and get my kid to school. Okay? Doesn't sound like a big deal. Mm -mm. Um, Usually by June, when he gets out of school, I'm pretty happy to stop doing that. I didn't have a little break, but I was really actually looking forward to it starting again. You know, summer honestly was starting to get a little loosey goosey and I wasn't digging it. Right. And, uh, and then Tuesday morning I wake up, we do the same thing. And I had this really surprising experience slipping back into the structure of the, my kid goes to school, school year. I had this feeling of relief, Mm. of freedom, of space. And not because he's not here. That's not, that's not it. It's because of me 
and the the routine that I got back into that I had to get back into because, you know, I have to get him to school. Right. And all of a sudden, these things that were difficult or feeling difficult for me to keep up with in the summer, I'm just doing them. It's very natural. I'm not, I'm not even thinking about it. Wow. You know, like, like for example, my meditation practice by the end of the summer, it's kind of all over the place, right? Um, you know, Mr. Meditate Every Day, you know, beginning of the summer, I think I went 60 days in a row or something. By the end of the summer, I'm like twice a week and I'm wondering why I'm having, I'm struggling, you know, and having a hard time. Yeah. Um, and in the back of my mind all the time is, hey man, you have to make space for this. What are you doing? Why are you not doing it? You got to get up tomorrow. You got to do the thing, you know, right. and I'm still not doing it. And, and that's taken up a lot of space in my brain and it's not making me feel particularly good about myself. Right. Slipping back into this routine, well, it's just a part of the routine. Like it, it happens. I know when it's going to happen. <laughs> I, I have a spot for it. That's when I do it. I don't have to think about it. Boom, I get up, I do it. It's over, I move on. And, and I don't have that nagging thing in my brain anymore. I got you. So the, it's like the edges, the boundaries came back. They reappeared. Yes. I, there's a box again, right? Like that's the theme it is a box, a structure, a routine. And, and, you know, we created a whole a community, a thing around this thing called the box. Right. And it, and I've been thinking about it a ton because I realize how dependent I am on a box of some sort. Mm-hmm. And I think for a long time, like a really long time, I mostly looked outside of myself for a box. Hmm. What do you mean? A job oh, is a box. Yeah. You know, uh, the school year is a box. Right, right. The, you know, a, um, a deadline yeah. that someone else gives me is a box. Mm-hmm. Uh, a gig that I have to, you know, maybe somebody calls me to sub on a bunch of songs that I don't know. That's a box, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I did a little experiment last year where I uh, joined one of those, you send in your stuff you want in a song. Oh, yeah. Right? And you pay a couple hundred bucks and, so, and a songwriter writes a song and sends it back to you, right? Mm-hmm. So I did a bunch of those. It's a box. Right. I wanted to sit inside that box and see what would happen. And the the thing that I've started to realize, and I feel stupid saying that I just started to realize it, is that I can create a box around anything that I want to get done. Sometimes that does have to include other people because I need the accountability. If it's just me, then who cares? <laughs> you know, I might not do it, but, but I can create a box around anything I need. Yeah. Yeah. When we did the episode a long time ago and we stumbled upon this kind of idea of a creative container with boundaries that you can work inside of. Um, and you said, 
you basically said, you know, if you give me, if you say go write a song, it's going to take you who knows how long. It could take, you could never finish. But if you say write a short song about birds in two days, you'll have it done. And that's kind of the concept. And I think ultimately what we're doing is avoiding uh, or silencing the voice in our head because that's the only thing that stops you from doing it. It's the perfection. It's the procrastination. It's the all of it. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, and quite frankly, you know, since we started the box, uh, I kind of depend on it now. <laughs> yeah, you know, like personally, whether whether you know, there's a bunch of boxers in there on any given Tuesday, or there's not. Um, yeah. I depend on it. I have gotten things done that I would not have done otherwise. I just wouldn't have. Yep. And even with, so this summer, you know, I switched over my newsletter um, and I made a commitment to being uh, consistent again, which is something that, you know, with writing in that way, I've never done that. Right. Um, so it's a new thing. And I used the box to make that time where, where, so I didn't have to think about it. I didn't yeah. have to go through the week thinking, oh, when am I going to write my newsletter? Well, I know when I'm going to. It's going to be Tuesday at noon. That's when I'm going to write my newsletter, right? Yeah. That's when I do it. Wow. And then I don't have to think about it mm -hmm. anymore. Yep. And I show up and it's not just me by myself. I could say that, well, I'm going to do that, you know, Tuesday at 10 a.m. Yeah, but I don't have people staring at me on Zoom, so I can go do something else. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's so simple. And I didn't commit to those people on Zoom that this is what I'm going to work on. And I didn't say at the beginning, you know, of the session, this is what I'm going to work on, right? Right. Um, and that has a lot of power. It really does. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know, I'll be honest. Sometimes I don't want to show up. Because maybe I have other things going on or whatever it is. And then, but I do it every single week, every single Tuesday and Thursday. And I'm always happy that I did. It's like going to the gym. Like maybe the hardest part is getting yourself there. But once it's a habit, you don't even think about it. You just show up because it's on the calendar and you do what's on your calendar. Uh, at least I do. Um, I show up and then we check in. Here's, you know, we pull up the project tracker, um, look at the current project that you're working on, and then get to work. Everyone shares. And it's about 90 minutes of focused time. And man, I will never get over how fast that time goes because I get in the flow every single time I get in the flow because I can't get up and wander off and do something else. I mean, yeah, if I got really creative, like I could. I could game the system, but why, like, why would I do that? I'm already why? here. <laughs> there's enough, <laughs> yeah, that's... There's enough um, accountability and a little bit of self-accountability too built into it that you, get, you just get shit done. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I mean, you could game the system, but why? Mm -hmm. You know, why, what's the point of that? Um, so you're not being graded, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, and, you know, yeah, if I need to go, and I've had the experience too, if I'm in the middle of something and I do have to go do something. Yeah. 
I turn off the camera, I go do it, I come back and I get back to work because I know that that's my time right there. That's the time that I've given myself and I want to use it. Yeah, it's cool if you have like maybe a smaller project um, that you or bigger project that you break up into pieces and you know, maybe it's a month or a couple weeks and you say, okay, and I've really, I'm a big fan of time budgeting now. Like, okay, this project is going to need, you know, seven hours of my focused energy. So I'll break that up into 1.5 hour increments because that's about the right time for me. After that, sometimes I need to change up my environment or take a break. Um, and then I just know if I show up every Tuesday and Thursday and I work for an hour and a half, give or take, I'm going to be right on schedule. Even if it's a super creative project with, um, you know, that, that might take more or less time. Like I, I'm just able to get in the right state when I'm in that container. Yeah, it's really interesting, man. I, I am seeing the need for a structure, a container, a box in so many places now in life, right? And the fact that I have some practice at using that, it, it feels to me like I can create that anywhere now. Yeah, um, to skill. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Well, <laughs> um, so then I'll see you on Tuesday in the box. Yeah, I'll see you. I'll see you in the box. All right, man. The world is overwhelming. We're constantly being pulled in a million directions, and it's only going to get worse. So much of what we're sold online is about planning, strategizing, and thinking. But doing is the hardest and most important part. The box is where projects get finished. In the box, you'll organize, prioritize your projects, and finish what you start. You won't learn anything new. You'll simply get a lot done and be a part of a small community of doers. Go to theboxworkshop.com. Hey, thanks for listening today. We can't do this without the support of our listeners. So please leave us a review or sign up for our newsletter at subtleartofnotyelling.com.